The champ is here. I will not lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MA. Yes, he is the DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Here interviewing the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom. Covering it all, laughing at it all, while providing a platform to be heard. So you know what we do about this time. We got to welcome our guests. We appreciate it taking the time, man. So, you know, a Midwest guy, now he's on the West Coast, which they sometimes say is the best coast. Definitely, you know, content is king. So we got this creative king in the building. And, you know, a lot of people don't know how it happens behind the scenes, but this guy is a big integral part of Club Shay Shay and some other uh, shows that you may know on Fox Sports. He is the current associate producer at Fox Sports. Please, please, please clap it up for Steve Wilson, Junior, Junior. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you, EJ. Thank you, MH, for that, that beautiful intro, man. Make me feel real special up here. <laughs> That's what we do, man. So uh, we we interested in digging in, man, and, and uh, letting the people know what's going on, man. So how we start the show is a shoot-your-shot moment, man. So this is where you kind of tell us, you know, a brief story or, or a time at a point you shot your shot, man. It could be you know, starting your career could have been high school days. It could have been with the ladies, you know, anytime you could have won, or you could have fumbled the bag. So give us a shoot your shot moment. Man, uh, probably a shoot your shot moment would have been me reaching out. Miles, Miles knows him. We worked with him back at USA football, but a big shoot my shot would have been me reaching out to Sky Tilson, um, the, the owner and co-founder and creator of uni swag. Um, so Long story short, uh, I was interning with the Colts, doing a lot of youth football with Miles did at, uh, you know, with, with the Raiders. Um, you know, I was interned there for about a year. And I was about at the time where I was getting tired of doing internships in sports. You know, a lot of my close friends were moving away from Indy. And I, I just felt like it was time for me to make a move outside of the Midwest. Um, so, you know, I was searching uh, teamwork sports online. I scrolled across uh, social media uh, coordinator for UCLA Athletics. And, you know, I put out the Rolodex and I contacted a couple of people, uh, Miles and, and Jay um, at USA Football. And he was like, hey, man, Sky, Sky's the guy over at UCLA. Uh, he was at Cal for a little bit, but took, took his talents down to UCLA. And he was like, yeah, man, hit him up. And, you know, uh, we chatted for about a good hour, um, you know, explaining to me, you know, about the job and, you know, what he's looking for. Even though I had zero, zero social media experience no content creation i was doing marketing youth football events so i had nothing with uh, social media and graphic design and things of that so that's a big shout out to him to you know taking that chance you know giving me the opportunity you know to to not only you know start my career but really at a at a big conglomerate like ucla athletics so that was my shoot shoot the shot and you know it really paid off Big time. Shout out to Sky, man. Good dude. Yeah, big shout out to Sky. You'll hear his name pop up definitely a few yeah, times in this sure. interview, for sure. <laughs> and, and, and we definitely get my guy, Jay. Jay, he, yes, was, sir. he was on the show. Yeah, yeah big poppy. Big poppy. Yeah, yeah, these are the OGs, man. Those yeah, three yeah. dudes taught me a lot, bro. I was awesome. what, 25 at the time, so I was the youngster. I was the youngster. Yeah, they, they all good folks, man. But, uh, Stevie, where your love for sports start? Man, uh, as far as I can remember, out the womb, uh, my pops, you know, he put he put a ball in my hands at five. So I, I started off playing basketball, uh, football, soccer, baseball. And, you know, once it got old enough, you know, you have to really c commit to a few certain sports. So um, I, I started doing uh, football, basketball and baseball, are my three major sports. But the love of the game really started out in my backyard, um, you know, using the chalk to draw up the Bulls logo in the backyard have a little basketball court up and, sh you know, count down the clock. Um, you know, that's, that's really what started. And I luckily um, a lot of the, a lot of the kids in my neighborhood were a lot of active and, you know, we always play pickup either football or basketball. So it was really just in, in the neighborhood and, you know, got to credit the pops for putting the ball in my hands for sure. Yeah. So you, you nap for real. You, you nap. Yeah. 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 In so, nap town, town. <laughs> no suburbs. And I'm inside of the 465 area. So no, I'm inner city. Nap town, yeah, three one seven. Inner city nap. So uh, talk to us about the competitiveness on the on the block and all that type of thing. I bet. So you know, I grew up. You know, I, I'm inside the four sixty five, but I'm on the on the edge. So I kind of grew up in Lawrence Township. So you know, you got kids like Greg Oden, Mike Conley, uh, these cats that really 
you know, grew up in the Lawrence Township. So Lawrence had a bunch, I mean, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of talent. Um, so I always grew up around the same guys, uh, whether it was AAU basketball or just rec league football. Um, there was a lot of competition, um, you know, especially, uh, you know, fast forwarding a little bit, going, going to cathedral where a lot of these, a lot of these guys, you know, that I grew up with that are coming to these private schools that I'm playing with. So there was always some, some type of competition. Um, and, and my, and my dad made me, you know, um, got me into like the best leagues where I could get competition and things like that for sure. So you named off the three, right? Like those are almost mm-hmm. kind of like the three majors, right? Which one was the love, right? Which one, or, or if you had to rank them, what's the priority for, you know, football, basketball, and track? And like, I know I ran track because my football coach was a track coach, right? Like, <laughs> so sometimes yeah. you get into that situation. Um, Honestly, I, th- I think I, I was just better at a sport during the different periods of my life, for real. Um, it, re- it really started off, basketball was like, the sport you know that's the sport that i really wanted to you know excel in and possibly obviously go to the nba you know um i never really thought of football or, or baseball being that thing it was also always basketball because that was like the first sport i played mm-hmm. um but honestly football was that that sport that really took over it was ma- middle school um and, and going into high school where i really just saw myself excelling a lot more on the football field Granted, I was, you know, I was killer on the basketball court too, but it was football was another thing where I was a shifty back, I was quick, and I liked to hit. So I was not scared of contact, no matter how, how little I was. I was, you know, my dad always told me, yo, get out of bounds. I was like, nah, like I'm going through these dudes so they know that, <laughs> <laughs> that next time, you know, I'm not going, I'm not gonna go down so easy. Um, so football, I I'd say was my it's my love. It's honestly like that's the thing that I if I could watch a sport for the rest of my life, it would be football for sure. Let's go. And what position? Uh, so I started out running back and then high school slot H back. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. One on one. You know, so MH is the DB of the show. So one on one. So, so one on one. Hey, we've uh, had these conversations. Yeah, yeah, we've had the conversations. Oh, times. I, I was hoping there was film. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> no, nah, we, we definitely had these conversations, man. You know, I'll tear old head up. He, he knows. <laughs> so, I don't know about that, but uh, but we did we did do like a little just one on one one time, a little drill, a little okay, and, you know, like when you know you just kind of messing around. I think we were doing something at the Colts facility. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah most yeah. time dudes just you know kind of do a little outside release, like you, you're supposed to when you're messing around. But he want to do some jab to the inside, take an inside <laughs> release, like <laughs> run to the linebackers. All right, I was Steve, I'm, playing I'm playing coverage. We're not as I know I got help inside. <laughs> yeah, he, he had me stand up a little bit. Oh, um, I love it. Steven, Steve, how, how do we settle with Stevie? There's so many iterations of, of, of Steve. I just kind of want to know that. How, how do we, how do we get there? That's the government. Uh, real name. That's on the birth certificate, driver's license. Nobody believes me. It's always, is it, is it Steve or Steven? Or when I introduce myself, I'm like, yo, I'm Stevie. They're like, oh, Steve. Or they say the other way. I'm just like, ah, like, you'll hear it enough times at the end of the day where you'll, the, by the last thing you'll say to me, you'll say, by Stevie, the, the correct way. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm a junior. Um, Steve Maurice Wilson Jr. Um, shout out to the pops for giving me that last name. I definitely carry that with the badge of honor because that's definitely I gotta show uh, respect to my, my pops for sure. That's dope. Learn something new every day. And then I know you went to an average place of playing football in high school. So you know, knowing <laughs> that the, the program was kind of average, how was it to excel at an average program and really kind of elevate yourself there? Well, I don't know about average. I mean, I think <laughs> I think. The last I the last I checked, I'm pretty sure we have the most state titles in the state of Indiana. You can you can do your research on we may be one or two now, but I'm pretty we top we top two for sure. You somewhere in there, huh? We somewhere in there. Uh, are we so, playing at the highest know, class? Uh, what oh, classifications yeah, what class? are we at? Yeah, I just so, I, I can't. So when I was there, we were four A, which uh, was mm-hmm. the second to highest class. Yeah, I, I was there. I was so I won a state championship in uh in 08. Uh, my junior year, we won my freshman year, but I went on and played basketball, so I didn't make that transition to go practice with the varsity during playoffs. Um, lost in semi-state my sophomore year. We got robbed. Look up the film. Gets Evansville rights. And then senior year, we just melted down against that same team. It was Evansville rights in semi-state. Um, but, yeah, we were 4A at the time. Um, we went – when I left, I think we won four out of five years. We were – they moved us up to 5A. 
And then I went back and coached for about a year and a half. We were at 6A. And then I think we lost like regionals and things like that. So we backed down to five. But I'm pretty sure they just won state like two years ago. So yeah. we're still in the mix. They're, they 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 made the rule of the state of Indiana. We call it the cathedral rule. We mm-hmm. went too much. They move you up. So we were whooping yep. a lot of people's asses in 4A. Yep. And they felt yep. bad. So they moved us up. And we were still winning. And they moved us up again. And they finally met the match. Something you know, like whatever. that. Something real real like quick, that. real quick, and because we, you know, our we get a lot of guests from all over the nation on on, on the show, and uh, one that's been like topical is like the high school, really sports, but just high school football in general in in Texas, particularly Houston. We've had I feel like a number of people from Houston area, obviously, running track too. Uh, but the little time I spent in Indiana and and, and coaching high school football, I, I don't know. There's too many places in the country that that supports high school football but just high school sports in general then uh indiana uh the entire state so kind of talk about high school just sports the way of life uh in indiana um well obviously we we kind of take on the crown of being the, the basketball mecca i mean there's both of new york you got new york you got your maryland you know but indy like especially in indianapolis like we got a lot of ballers in there. i named off a couple people earlier from lawrence township but we got a lot more especially outside of uh, Indianapolis in general. Um, but yeah, when it comes to high school football, man, like it, it's very, I, like you said, like we're underrated when it comes to football and like it's spirit. like Ohio is another big school or another big state when it comes to supporting like high school football. Cause we played, you know, St. X, Moeller, um, you know, LaSalle, things of that nature. Um, but like, even, even when you come to Indiana, like our games would be sold out. News coverage would be there. Like, honestly, like my high school games were, we, we, we didn't have a home field, but we would sell out, you know, the, the D2 schools like UND. Like we would pack uh, a, a D2 schools, a little arena up in, in Indy. So like um, it, it's I don't know if it's just like there's so many schools like because Miles, you live there. There's so many schools within like such amount, like small radius that like you have other people. You have some of your best friends go to a different school. So like just off that, you get extra people to, you know, come support you or at the games are that much more lit because there's some sort of type of inner friend child rivalry going on on the field um so i think that plays a big big part of it um and I, honestly it maybe when it comes to football too is that we i was at a time where our nfl team was really great we had mannings we had you know a black head coach and uh, tony dungy so like I'm, I'm when it comes to just the culture we had a really good foundation when it came to football and i think that just trickled down i just me working for the colts I think that also plays another big part because they invest a lot of time into the youth football community, not only inside of Indy, but even when you go up to South Bend, when I, I we did camps up in South Bend trying to recruit Chicago Bears fans, essentially wow. they were flirting with Chicago ter- territory. Um, so I, I, big credit to the Colts and their youth foundation for really pressing um, high school football and these like little events like these Adidas seven on seven camps or these uh you know Colt seven on seven tournaments in the summer for high school so it, it's a big big uh credit to them as well for sure well yeah so you mentioned on a couple of things so i want to touch on both of them but uh, i think this one will be quicker so colts is your team like you yeah. you're a fan of both of the home teams right colt i mean you said you know four uh four six five adapt town so i i'm definitely <laughs> repping the home team so and that same same love and uh, affinity for the patriots excuse me the uh the pacers as well yeah so <laughs> I'm a I'm a big Patriots fan, but I'm the biggest LeBron fan you'll meet. Like outside of outside, <laughs> I saw that on some of the social. I was like, my yeah. God, yeah, outside of Miles, like you know, Miles knows I'm a big LeBron rapper. You know, so if it just so happens if the Pacers are up against the LeBron, I'm sorry, Pacers, I got to ride with my guy. I got to see my guy win. Uh, I've had the heydays with Reggie, you know, but. Uh, you know, I was also a big Jordan guy too. So I, I'm a I'm a big player guy, but you know, I root for my I root for my Pacers up until LeBron. <laughs> I love it. All right, and another thing you touched upon with those one of the questions I had was like, anytime you see coaching, right? Because it's that that evolution that we all kind of maybe dabble in from playing the game and then you know going to coach. You know, at some point, that just either using that to fill an itch or was that kind of like you giving back? Talk to us about coaching because I think you did your high school and uh, football and you dabbled in the basketball a little bit. So what was that for you? Was that kind of maybe in the water thinking about if that was a, a career path you wanted or was it just really more of giving back? Um, it was it was a mixture of a lot of things. Um, you know, so I knew I wanted to do something with sports um, kind of coming out of uh, Akron. 
Um, I, you know, it was, it was either, you know, play, be an agent or do something in sports. So I was at the time where, you know, I was studying for the LSAT and I needed something to do. So I was, you know, being a substitute teacher at my old alma mater in high school and which led to me, you know, um, actually the, what happened first was I needed to, I need to do an elective for, for school, mm -hmm. um, for sports. So I was like, you know what, let me hit up my whole high school coach. I live right down the street. It's, it's easy. So hit him up. And then, uh, you know, I started helping out with the, the varsity team, which led to eventually me being the head freshman receiver coach a year later. Um, so that's really how it started. I was finishing up school, needed some credits, do it, do a practicum. And then I was studying for the LSAT, which made me like, you know, continue to, to, to coach. And I really fell in love with it, man. Those kids, kids are great. Made me a better person. Um, you know, and I felt like hopefully in the, the little time that I did step into coaching that I, I changed the person's life. That's good stuff. And then, uh, Akron, yes, how do we get to Akron? How does the choice, how did that, how did that process work for you? Um, so I was looking at different places, you know, to, you know, try and play little D3 schools in like Kentucky, Ohio. Um, but I went to a, a camp in Akron going into my senior year. Um, I fell in love with, you know, just the, the place and like the, you know, the new facilities that they were building. Um, so that, you know, that kind of stuck out with me and that was kind of like my last decision. Like, you know, let, let me go ahead. It's D1, you know, let, let me try, let me try and do this. Um, so I don't really tell a lot of people this story, Miles, you, you, <laughs> you got it out of me. Um, so I was, you know, one of, I preferred walk on was, was the goal contacting the coaches, you know, it was literally two weeks before going down to Akron, you know, to, you know, try out essentially um, for the team, be a walk on, found out I didn't get cleared by NCAA. So that was, that was a big hit to me. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but yeah, I, I essentially my scores on the SAT and ACT weren't high enough to compact with the weight of my GPA coming out of high school. So I had to sit out and, one thing led to another. Akron wasn't the greatest football school. Coaches leave, things of that nature, and it just kind of trickled down and fell that, you know, football's maybe not in the cards anymore. So instead of transferring and, you know, since you're starting all over, I met cool people, you know, and Akron, I really loved it. Akron treated me well. I met connections there. I actually worked with a couple of people at Fox that graduated from Akron that I was real close to. So, you know, it God always has a plan and you know, I'm really glad actually it worked out. You know, I'm still in sports and I, I still work with you know household names, so it all worked out. That's a perfect oh my bad, that's a perfect transition, man. So, uh, we like to call this, um, you know, in the game. You know, this is where we kind of start talking about some of your career journeys, some of your career path. And you mentioned Fox Sports, and that's what we did in you know, kind of the intro. Mm -hmm. So, kind of tell us what your day to day is, um, you know, as associate producer at Fox Sports. Give us kind of like what a day could be because i know that always changes <laughs> right uh so i started at fox two weeks before COVID hit i kid you not Dang. started yeah started two weeks before COVID hit. so i got a little bit of the taste of when skip says wake up call is at like 3 a.m for that man like he's legit up at three i had to get up at 4 30 just to make it to the lot at six and the show starts at 6 30. Man, bro, I was literally contemplating like accepting this job. <laughs> I was like, I did not know if I could be waking up at four thirty every morning because that that is a, it's a lot. Um, but COVID hit, and so a lot of things changed. But yeah, my day to day is you know I wake up, I do I work from home, undisputed. I do everything from home. Um, so that that's blessing for my boss to say, hey, you don't ever have to come in for undisputed. Everything you can do from remote. So. Now I wake up at like six o'clock, shows are like six thirty. You know, on Mondays I schedule out all the morning tweets that you see about hey, if you hear a little little tune she song, blah, blah, blah. Uh undisputed starting on FS1. So I schedule that on all Mondays throughout the week. Um, uh, but day-to-day -day tasks, it's like, you know, show starts. I handle <clears throat> so there's two people. There's me and my supervisor, Angelina, um, who who essentially tag team undisputed since it's two talents, or you know, it's kind of hard for one person to do both. So for the majority of my time, for the two and a half, almost three years I've been on it, um, I handled Shannon's. Uh, everything you saw on social when it comes to Twitter, Instagram, and all that, um, that, was, that was me. So his voice, his quotes, that's what I would handle is, you know, cutting up uh, his, his take, 
um, in our software, you know, grab a quote, send it over for approval, you know, and then push it out. You know, we usually, yeah, we usually push our things out like in like a 10 minute interval for between Skip and Shannon. Um, but like the last like year and a half, I've really kind of taken over Undisputed on my own. Um, you know, my, my supervisor is still there, you know, if I ever need her, but it's mainly like I switch, I swap back and forth between Skip and uh, Shannon, depending on days of Skip's podcast where, most, where people are more hands off. So I have like a little team um, below me that helps me grab quotes while I, di- while I distribute and, you know, edit reels and, you know, get things to Facebook uh, of that nature. So I got a little team around me to handle like little tedious work now. Um, but yeah, that's essentially the day day of undisputed. And then like when Club Shay Shay, for for example, was there, um, you know, I would my days would be it's from six to four p.m. on a busy day because I'm pushing out content for a whole nother entity. You know, um, this past like six months, I've really built a you know uh, uh, what's it a, a relationship with Shannon. You know, sending sending things to him directly instead of his producer, just really growing. You know, and really building a relationship with the talent. And um, with that, it's, it's really right. understanding their voice, right? Like, yeah, yeah, kind of understand like what they were trying to do, and then take that narrative or that quote or that clip and say, okay, how is he trying to express that? So that's dope to kind of like build that over the time where you're doing, you know, uh, Skip and Shannon. Yeah, so that that was that was probably like the more comfortable thing for them bringing me on to Clip Shay Shay's because I was already doing Shannon's voice for Undisputed, so it was. It's like almost like a seamless transition. Um, so I already knew his voice. I knew like the the style and everything. So it, it really was kind of like a seamless and easy transition to pick back up on Club Shay Shay. Interesting. I mean, how many? And, and we're talking about you know Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Those are you know two of the highest in the game as far as just kind of sports talk and sports media. How many layers does it take to kind of get to them? I know these dudes got you know handlers, agents, representatives. Yeah. How many layers is that? Uh it's at least like at least like two to three for, for Skip. Like I've met Skip probably once, once or twice. Granted, granted, COVID was a whole year and a half. Um, as you see, like when we when I was first there, we had a moderator in studio. Now we don't even have a moderator in studio. Like it's it's right. a whole different dynamic when, when COVID hit. Um, so they they protect the the high ups for sure. Um, I've met I met Skip during a photo shoot when I was grabbing behind the scenes content. That was the first time I ever met him, man. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Like super generous, takes his time out just to ask you like, what do you work on? How are you doing? Um, and things like that. And so like the inter- the interactions I have with him um, were great, but I've had way more interactions with Shannon because I work hand in hand with this, you know, his, his podcast. So it's a lot easier for me to be around him or contact having, you know, more contact with him. Like I explained, I, I was more so like his producer for club Shay Shay these last six months, you know, anything you saw on his page from reels and stuff, that was me editing it and then sending it to him. So it was kind of like, yeah, his producer was just bumping me up, you know, um, you know, and, and, and really just helping me build as, as a content producer. So what was the evolution? Like how did club Shay Shay start? Right? Like, was it something where he was just doing a really good job or someone like really saw and said, Hey, here's a place for you. Like, do you recall the evolution as you were kind of doing undisputed? And then when this came up? Yeah. So on undisputed, he would always, you know, do, do something for two something. Always, always shouting out, you know, with Skip, when Cowboys lose, you gonna hold this L. We serving up hot L's at Club Shay right. Shay. So that's right. he started. He started brewing that in a little bit into undisputed. And you know, Club Shay Shay actually goes back to when he played. You know, in the NFL, he would have like you know parties and have the Club Shay Shay and have it like at, at other people's at other people's places essentially. But that's where Club Shay Shay came from, um, the name of it. But yeah, it all it turned into serving up hot L hot L's. Um, every every Sunday, I know Miles is hurts uh, Cowboys fan and all that stuff, but you know, <laughs> it hurts, it hurts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's where that's where it, uh, that's where it started from. Um, and, and they just it, felt it, that that was a natural evolution because of natural. You just kept picking up all of that content, and it was just so people gravitating to us, like, hey, let's kind of take this, you know, and and create a whole another medium to like yeah, house right. this, right? And whoever came up with the uh, the uncle, it was a big, big move from we actually, uh, MH brought that up and kind of we, we talked about it on our last live show. Smart. It's very smart. Yeah, very smart brain about him. Uh, 
Like I started posting stuff when it's just Unk X and then our guests. Like I I started adapting to posting Unk and whatever um, instead of just Shannon. So it, it definitely grew. Um, it, it's definitely like I said, it's definitely just tapped into the how. Like I I've changed essentially Shannon's voice on Clip Shay Shay um, here and there. Speaking of Shannon Sharp and his voice, and I mean I'm not going. We, we this is not about <laughs> Shannon Sharp. This is this is about Stevie, but. Uh, I've always been a fan of Undisputed because I like Skip Bayless. I, I really, I really like. Yeah, Skip I, I love, man. I love. Him. Yeah. So I, I mean, seeing Shannon Sharp from day one of when Undisputed got going until now to whatever he's gonna do, you you got an inside kind of look of his growth and evolution in this part of uh, sports medium. I, mm-hmm. how, how can you speak to that? His growth and his work ethic to to be where he's at now. Man, uh, it's honestly crazy to see, bro, because. You know, they were on the air for seven years, and I was only there for the last better half three three years of the show. Um, so really just seeing him mature from just from when he started to when I got there and then to when I got there to when he is right now, like the way he interviews people, the way he dives into certain topics and the way he can get something out of somebody, like just the way he answers questions and bringing his energy. Club Shay Shay has helped him on air and undisputed when we have guests on and how he interviews and how he handles people. Um, so just the heart, he definitely works hard. Um, I, especially cause I know how, how early he has to wake up for undisputed. And then on top of um, getting hit up and producing and, you know, studying for his future guests on club Shay Shay, do we were sometimes pumping out, like we were taping like three episodes and out of a week and we were like mm. past like, I'll probably say like two months leading up in the Super Bowl, like we were really out here doing like two, three episodes a week. So I like the work ethic in that man is like it's second to none, bro. Like he really, he really puts puts everything out there for sure. Nice. So I want to jump in a little bit um, about with your college days when you were at UCLA, and I mean this may be more hypothetical because I think some of it uh, was changing or maybe not as in depth when you were there, but um, just the lane of social media for college students is in a whole nother realm now, right? Mm-hmm. A whole nother realm. So how did you tackle kind of going into that? Right. Cause I remember you even saying, you know, you really, I, I don't want to say self-taught, but kind of really brought up, you know, learning and, and developing yourself as you grew through your career. So how was that getting into that? And then even managing, you know, most colleges have, you know, 20 plus sports. Cause it's not just the main sport. You got to right. give love yeah, to yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> women's field hockey. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we can yeah we can dive into that a little bit later. I I can get into that a little more when handling all those accounts. But um, as far as like doing things for college athletics, it, it was it was it. I came in a weird spot. So I was there when Rosen was a was a senior. So it was kind of a lot of. I, yeah, it was a, it was a lot going on. It was it was Rosen and yeah Rosen and Darnold. Right. So it was kind of like the beginning of like where college athletes were really starting to kind of try to brand themselves. You know, like there wasn't it was right on the verge in NIL. There's a lot of gray areas going on and a lot of you can see a lot of people were a lot of like starting their brands. And the biggest things that Sky told me was to market research. Right. So I the big thing I used to do was, you know, I used to have a Clemson, Ohio State, Texas, Notre Dame to a certain degree. Those accounts were like the like the like Mount Rushmore's of college football, not even just college football, but college uh, athletic content in general. Um, Ohio State is where I really, you know, Sammy Silverman, his whole creative team when he was there like five, five plus years ago, man, they actually actually killed the game. And that's where I, I literally studied what they did over there. What what type of graphics were they putting out? What what were they highlighting? Um, they were highlighting their their Buckeyes and the pros. So I tried to do that same thing, make content for to highlight not only our af- current athletes here, but what coming to UCLA, what what can like what you can get to eventually, you know, going to the pros. So always highlighting your pros, always highlighting, you know, you, you know, try to try to build a brand for UCLA athletics, but also for, you know, that top notch running back, you know, position skills, you know, things of that nature. So that was kind of what I tried to do and what I tried to instill at UCLA, um, you know, cause Chip Kelly was there my last year at, at 
at UCLA. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew like he was going to change UCLA's football program around. And at the time, we did not have a content team set for football. There was wow. one guy who did photography and graphics. And then our use, our athletics content team on game days, just home game days, we would run the football football content. And I, like we were putting out some really dope stuff. So like I could only imagine what what UCLA could have done and been like leading up to the Chip Kelly era. Cause what you see now, like they're they're kind of they're they're pretty good in what they're doing on content, but like they're not where USC and all these other competitors are at right now. And and I like I was trying to do my best and to, you know, hey, going to my boss, hey, look, this is what we need to do. This is what just just hire me a graphic designer. I promise you, just hire me a graphic designer. I can tell you what I'm essentially can tell you what I want. I'm just not as good as what a, a design like set designer like capabilities are. Right. Um, I tried my hardest, and you know they they just started to go a different route. So that's essentially when I took it on myself to to be self taught and to Photoshop and really just to become a Swiss Army knife. Um, but to answer your question about answering for other like 25 different sports, man, we went through battles with men's volleyball or or like you said like just something that yeah they're winning but they're not producing money so like we, yeah we would yeah we would get coaches in the office and like things like that where it would just be like or comments on our posts from athletes of a different sport like saying like oh i wish such and such would get this love it's like we had to actually have a meeting about this because like dude you're you're not making yourself look bad but you're making us look bad and then you're you're also just like you're making your sport look bad because it's not, you're not showing support for your other your other you know athletic teammates that that share the athletic facilities with you and that and that and that sport that provides you to still be afloat in the NCAA and at UCLA so there's just certain, there was definitely a, a a battle here and there between to show love but I'm pretty sure like we you know found answers and solutions to things like that um and we can talk about more if you have questions about that. But yeah, there's certain like content pieces that you know we did to you know spread the love for sure. Nice. How, how do you deal with that? I mean, because you get instant feedback right right away. Like right. not no survey results. You're gonna know <laughs> what, what your post is immediately. So how do you deal with that? Like is it was it man's mental health month this mm-hmm. month? Yeah. How, how do you deal with that just from a mental health perspective of your work is critiqued immediately. Oh yeah. Don't read the comments. You cannot <laughs> read the comments. Yeah, yeah. You can enjoy them here and there. Like, oh, there's, you know, something funny here and there. But like once you really dive into them and and it's a piece of content that you worked hard on that's not doing so well. Or for instance, like if you're putting out content for a team that's not producing well, like when I was like on football, like we would put out game days, we would be scared to sometimes put out. The ending of a game they grab because we knew we would get ripped so it's like you cannot read the top cannot read the comments because there's always some type of hater there's always some type of outside noise you know bashing bashing con- and it's not even you have no control of it. they're acting like you're the player and you're putting you, all you're doing is giving giving the people the information <laughs> you know what i'm saying all you do is give the people information and they you know why would you post this blah 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 i'll get this out of here it's just like yo like i'm just giving you the news brother <laughs> And then, and real quick, and then other things that you did was, you know, you did some Adidas camps in, in LA. You've you've really been into the grassroots part of the game, and you mentioned what you did with the Colts, and obviously playing the game. I guess how much of that helps into your creative piece to what you're doing now? Uh, I it definitely helps because I, I just have an eye for for things that just I think almost like we should just look cool or you know yeah. just have that eye for something that just you know will work, and I think. And that's one thing that's, you know, Sky, uh, Sky really, just, you know, took a chance on me and just knew that I, I had an eye for, for something that stuck, stood out, or I just had a creative, creative brain where, oh, we can just make this just a little bit better. Or what if we do it this way? Um, so I, me like being in, involved in, in like, like the soup, like soup dog hosted a seven on seven. I went down with uni swag and did some media stuff and went to like, you did the set, the Adidas seven on seven where, um, a lot of these guys, like a, a lot of the rookies at the time, I forget, I think, uh, I forget who was there. Um, but, um, just being around these different athletes and seeing 
like different setups at these events, like really just get your creative mind going. I just like take different pieces and ideas of like the culture and like what things like, like what these kids like. Um, so that just taking different pieces and, you know, seeing like what the culture and the community and things of that like reflect off, uh, off what they like on social media. So speaking of the culture, how many of us look like you uh, doing what you do? Not, not that many, honestly. Um, Especially with dreads, I tell you that. <laughs> no, but not honestly, not that many. But um, there's definitely a lot of a lot of good creators out there that, that look like us. Um, but it's really it's really not a lot. I would say Fox does a good job of of hiring a lot of minorities, uh, especially oh. that look like me. Not not only just blacks, but Hispanics as well. Um, mm-hmm. But they do have a definitely a lot of um, a colored people who are who are in. Um, the, the digital game over there. So I, I think it's definitely growing. We're out there. We just need a, a platform and really just an opportunity to, 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 to make, to, to shine our work for real. Like it. And then, you know, the old saying, you know, content is King um, and everybody's out there, you know, making content, you know, from TikTok to whatever, you know, our podcast is a form of content. Um, do you think we're oversaturated or is that no such thing? Was well, a as a podcast? Uh, no, oversaturation. Over people, people making content. Uh, it depends, man. It depends on what your audience is. Um, you know, I was always taught sometimes less is more. Um, so like for instance, like I, I would get into a battle sometimes with the lead producer on Club Shay Shay on how much stuff we would put out. Like, like sometimes we, he would like hit me up with a list of like you know twenty five things to get out in a week i'm just like yo like that's too much like first off like some of our guests you don't even need to be pushing out that many contents just because the name alone and mm-hmm. now we're so like now we're so established as a brand we can just drop you can just drop whatever like if you look at our last episode that we pushed out on his exit uh Dwayne wade we pushed out two vod's that monday when it when it dropped and there has not been a post sense of the d wade on it's probably up to two million views right now so like, just imagine if like we had just gauged it a little bit more, like putting putting out like five to six more things. We don't need to over overload it with thirty things. Cause he hit me up with a D way the D way list with like thirty five clips, thirty thirty five. I'm like, yo, like, that's too much. That's literally watering down, oversaturating the market. And you're the, some of those clips aren't even gonna do well because it's like, yo, like enough stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they yeah they start to bleed into each other. One thing overlaps. Like I already heard this. I just need to fast forward to get to another part. So. Sometimes less is more, even on graphics. Sometimes less is more. Awesome. Ready for quick hits, MH? Yeah, man. This Stevie, this is uh, just some quick questions. First thing come to mind, just so our audience can get to know you a little bit more. But yeah. first time, if ever, you've been starstruck. First time, if ever. Ah, man. Ah, Re- Reggie Miller. That's first, one of the first things that come to mind. Reggie Miller met him working at UCLA during basketball, it was USC versus UCLA and probably Pavilion. And we had these things at, at UCLA. We would go around and catch alumni and we give them a fours up and that was our thing, fours up Friday. So we would go around and get alumni who were at games to give us a fours up. So I spotted Reggie and man, like I couldn't even really get out words. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, what up to I was like, man, uh, uh, first off, I, wanted, I just want to tell you, bro. Thank you for putting Indy on the map. Like, I was just like, fun. he was like, yo, he was like, cool, man. Where are you from? I was like, I was like, oh, I'm from Indy. He was like, yo, no, like, where, like, where'd you grow up in Indy? I was like, oh, like Lawrence, I'm right down the street from Cathedral. He's like, oh, you're a Cathedral boy. So like, I was like mumbling over my words, not really like clearly hearing <laughs> what this man was saying to me. <laughs> so yeah, that was. I would think that's one of the like, especially in like my line of work, like me yeah. getting starstruck for sure. Yeah, shout out to uh, Cheryl's little brother. Uh, <laughs> All disrespect. He feels like that, man. All disrespect. No, 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 no disrespect. So, if you don't know, I'm gonna get back to it. But if you don't know, for everybody that bids on shoes and don't get them, Stevie's the reason why you don't get them. So, give me your top five, uh, your top favorite shoes right now that you got in the closet. In the closet. Um, I would say. My LeBron, Kith 15s, all black. Um, I got those All-Star Weekend. His last, when, when yeah, when L.A. had the All-Star game out here. Um, let's see, let's see. Another pair. 
I got the Union. I keep these in my rotation. I, the Union uh, S or not the SB, but the Union Dunks. I got the the Argon flavor and the pistachio. I need to finish the collection and get the Lakers colorway. I got the I got the I got the Jordan Union I got the uh, the Jordan Union twos are in the rotation a little bit. Uh, but the real hitters that are slept on that people don't probably probably know about or like or probably like, what are those or the Slay Benberry Crocs, the Pollock's clogs. Oh man, uh, you out there running them uh, giblets on your feet. Hey, they are the hey, they are comfy, bro. Giblets. Let me tell you. Hey, they are comfy, bro. Let me tell you. Very comfy. <laughs> But no, I, I got, I got, I got, I got some few things. But those, are what's in the rotation right now? Okay, you an indie boy. Give me your top five athletes from indie basketball, football, whatever it may be. Top five athletes from indie or just from the state of Indiana? Uh, let's go indie. I want, I want indie. I, I don't care about state of Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Whew, that's tough, bro. So we got Greg Oden. Obviously, mm. like shout out to Greg. Shout out to pool over here. Hey, bro, these dudes won four. I'm gonna put Mike Conley up there too because these dudes won four straight high school basketball championships, bro. That has never been done. Like these dudes were the truth. I remember going when I was in, like in middle school, going to watch these dudes play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of a lot of football people in there or basketball. Um, I would say Eric Gordon. Oh yeah. Eric Gordon for sure cannot 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 forget about forget about that man. That man's still balling. Michael Jordan's um, sons ain't never been the same. Michael J. Hey, Michael Jordan. Well, hey, they, he, they they came to Indy and got put up. They, they got like 40, 40 on their head, bro. I, hey. Mike, Mike don't even claim them no more, man. They, just, they ain't never been the Yo, same. Straight up, they had never been the same since they landed at North Central, bro. <laughs> um, she's top. That's tough. Oh, I got to go with my man Jack Doyle, Cathedral grad, uh, longtime Indianapolis Colt tight end. He's a legend around in Indy. Uh, he he definitely made bank. Uh, that man only had one scholarship coming out of high school, and that was to Western Kentucky. And he played his senior year with a broken hand, and he was snagging on everybody. That's all I remember about Jack being a sophomore, which is him just dogging everybody. So I would definitely put him in my top five. I'm probably yeah. sli- I'm probably slighting a lot of people for real, for real. Um, Oscar Robertson, duh. But I could just save him for last. Big O, uh, Christian Sadix. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oscar Robertson. People would have mad at me if they, if they, (laughs) if I did not say that. So Oscar Robertson. Um, that's four. Man, I'm gonna forget somebody. Y'all got a list over there? Y'all can hit. Y'all can throw some at me. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> I ain't like, got a list. Where Courtney Lee from? He's not. He would. I was okay. I would. That, yeah, I wouldn't put him in top five though. But Courtney Lee, he's he's indie. He went to Pike. He's another yeah. guy that he played on uh, Mike Conley and um, Greg Oden's AAU team. Those are okay. all the times where you could only have a certain amount of high school players on the same team AAU teams. I didn't go to the same high school, so my, uh, Courtney Lee's up there for sure. But I don't think I would put him in top five. Mm-hmm. He can round out my five to just to keep it flowing, but I feel like I'm missing some people on here. Oh, our listeners will let you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, 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 I definitely have to put Oscar Robinson up there because I know I would have received a lot of heat for not putting Big O up there for sure. There you go. <laughs> All right, my last one, Naptown Legend here. Friday after next or next Friday, which one are you picking? No Friday. Nah, well, what's called one in there? Mike Epps one in uh, Friday. Oh, okay. You talk. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You mean Friday after next? Um, so it goes Friday, Friday after next. Next, I would do, I would do Friday after next. His first appearance in, in the Fridays, I think. But man, him at, I don't know, him in the Santa Claus joint. That's funny. Yeah, that that Friday. I'm telling you. I'm like, 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 yeah. Yeah. I like replaying it in the back of my head. I think him with the Santa Claus joint may be funnier. Oh. What was the one where he was with uh in, in, he was in Miami too? What was that one? Uh all about the Benjamins. That was all about the Benjamins. Hey, that was <laughs> 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 
50. <laughs> the wide around Joe Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Epps, bro. He's, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, when he going, was he, was your top five athletes or just talent in general? Nah, I think, mine was athletes. I, okay, okay. You know, we got, we got, Viv, yeah, we got Vivica Fox and we got Mike Epps, you know. So there's a, there's a, Arlington High School, Vivica Fox, right down, right down the street. Yes, okay. yes, sir. Hey, hey, Miles, surprising you, huh? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got two quick ones, man. So, what's your favorite social media platform? Instagram. IG. Instagram for sure. Okay. IG for sure. I got dragged on the TikTok just because I had to. Oh, so uh, I don't. I don't have a person. I don't have a personal oh, you're, TikTok. You're not to doing dances, the little TikTok dances. No, no, no. no. It's not. It's not personal TikTok. It's literally just for work. Like undisputed and was Club Shay Shay. That's the only time I'm on TikTok posting i'll get on there just to you know scroll but like nah instagram twitter <laughs> fell off for me like you know that's just where i get my news if i want to research something but i would say instagram and instagram is king for sure got you is there a a social kind of post or strategy or something that went down you're like damn i wish i would have thought of that is there anyone that come to mind because like i just think about there's some dope shit that happens like i think it was the draft where I forget what team was going around and asking people on the streets what's the name of the team. Oh, like, brother, the Titans yo, did that, right? I did, and they would show the team, and the, and the person would call them, like, out of the blue. And then yeah. the social media teams of the different teams change their shit for the day. Like, yeah. that's, like, dope creative shit. So is there anything yeah. like that that you could think of that's just like, yo, that was a good one? Man, I... And I know that's putting you on the spot, but it's just it sometimes is. when you think about, like, just the creative things and like how because it's like it's organic right like that actual right. moment was funny right like them capturing that video of like you know mm -hmm. who what team logo this is but then they like to keep it moving and other people doing it or the twitter beef that shit's funny too right like right yeah um, i've seen i've seen the twitter beef um twitter's hilarious i don't know if i could put my like my finger on the exact point but like a uh -huh. good content team that i like you know to watch when i see like rollouts whether it's like you know, a signing or a draft day or um, something like along lines of building up to, you know, off-season content. I would say the the Chargers. Um, the Chargers do a great job. I actually used to work with uh, one of the lead guys over there. With Dave, uh, his name's David. I used to work with him at, at uh, UCLA. Um, and actually a girl that I worked with at the Colts um, who was – she came from Clemson. Her name's Carly. She's over at the, uh, at the Chargers now. But that – they have a really good team when it comes to rolling out schedule releases – Nice. Um, uh, you know, signings and things like that, but they have a really good, like, original, you know, content team. But other than that, like, I would say, like, when I was in college, I would pay, like I said, I would pay attention to uh, Ohio State and Sam Silverman's team over there. Um, they used to do a lot of slick stuff, whether it's like their game day content with uh, feeding in the motion graphics. And like, I remember there was one sick, uh, one sick uh, graphic that they that he did. Um, it, it had to do with the fight song, and he turned it into an animation. He was making like the words like you know pop up on the screen and like crossing things out. I'm pretty sure it was during like the Michigan week too, which is even like a bigger. But that was like one thing. I was like, I was like, man, all right, this is what I need to be doing. This is like something that I want to learn how to do where I can incorporate this because this is like the wave. And you can see a lot of people in college athletics and in just sports in general use a lot more motion and, and after effects when it comes to graphics. And I think it's because of what Ohio State was doing five, five years ago. That's dope. All right, man. So we want to jump into the winner's circle, man. This is where we talk about a little bit about what the future holds and, you know, things you got going on. So one thing that, you know, we talked about, and you're going to have to help me with this. Um, I think it's, was it Behance? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Behance. That's, um, so what just, is that? Is that kind of like a, a place for creators? Is that actually your site? Like, what? Talk to us about that and how you're involved with it. Yeah. So Behance is just you know just a website where a creator or designer like me can you know just make a portfolio that's live on the internet. It's just my portfolio. It's the easiest way I can you know uh, how's that sent right? Yeah, have it somewhere. It's in my link on on my uh, on my socials. So it's like an easy plug and I put that on my resumes. So it's easy for them to, you know, you know, to, you know, highlight and click or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just a site that that shows off my, my artwork. I actually just redid it recently um, to, to, you know, clean things up, really just make it add, add in more art that I've done for the past year. So I've actually had enough had time to sit down and, you know, freshen up that that page. 
Um, I do want to do a lot more freelance work. Um, that's the goals is, you know, to do freelance work, to be like a, a social media manager and content producer for athletes and, and things of that. So, um, there you go. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what that's for. So that that's all my fault, EJ. Go ahead, bro. So, yeah, just really quick. So people don't know also some of your path and maybe it's our fault for not touching it. You have that graphic design background as well. So, you know, not only are you taking these like images and you're doing the um, what the strategy, you're actually creating the digital and the, the creative around it. Right. Yeah, correct. Correct. So um, I touched on a little bit with UCLA, like, you know, once Sky transitioned out and then I was trying to, you know, fill his role. Um, they decided to go a different way. I was like, okay, since, you know, they don't want to hire a graphic designer, I'm going to turn myself into one. So I spent, I would literally spend countless, I don't ask me what my day-to-days were. Don't ask me what I'm doing. I'm going to the office. This is what I'm doing. I'm spending eight hours a day in Photoshop. I'm going nice. to make graphics. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to watch YouTube. I'm going to, I'm going to hound the guy next to me. Who's a, who's an editor, but he dabbles in Photoshop. So I'm going to, I'm going to badger him next to me. Yo, how do you do this? He would show me, erase it. All right, CV, you do it. So that's that. I, that's how I learned Photoshop. It was about yeah. Show me, show me how to do it, and I can do it. Or do let it. me sit here and practice eight hours a day and mess around with these graphics, make wallpapers for each sport. And that's another way of of me like showing love to all these like swimming and volleyball. I would make wallpaper Wednesday. So that was another thing of really testing my graphic skills and really just making up content for me to push out just for myself, just to get my work out there. Just like. Oh, that's you say athletics. Oh, that that's Stevie who did that graphic because nice. I, that's yeah. So I, I made you know made my made avenues of, of how to you know become a you know content creator and full of Swiss Army knife. I can edit a little bit, I can work with After Effects a little bit now, and like now it's like Photoshop is like my thing. And I can always get better. I've only been in Photoshop for like four or five hard years now. In the past like year and a half, I really haven't had to touch it because I've more of like the creative director where I don't really have to touch it. I can just tell, like, hey, like, this is what I'm looking. This is what I think aesthetic-wise. Like, I'll give them assets. They show me what you got, and, like, I can make tweaks here and there. But um, so, yeah, that's that's how graphic design really became. Dope. What do you see then? Uh, the next kind of wave with content is always kind of evolving. Where do you, where do you see it moving? Um, as far as as far as what like, um, like kind of like just the just creations when it comes to graphic or. Yeah, the way graphics are, just the way that social media kind of works, man. You you're in that yeah. world, essentially. How? What do you see the next kind of wave of it? Um, kind of old ass asking that question. That's what. I mean. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, see, I like the the thing the thing is like, right now it's like it's supposed to be TikTok, right? Like mm-hmm. everything's short formed, like quick, like the attention span of a of a person it ain't that long anymore especially younger kids like everything's like a minute long you know what i mean and every everything's quick 30 30 seconds to a minute to a minute and a half and a minute and a half is pushing it like sometimes i hate when i produce a reel that's over a minute and a half but it's like yo i can't really condense this mm-hmm. like story down to have it really make sense and have it have substance and context for me to push out without like people like again bashing coming oh this don't make sense uh yada yada but um it like i like for tiktok i think it for the TikTok traders, I think they will survive once that app kind of dies down if they can transition to YouTube because YouTube is everything when it comes to video. I think if you can compute your your views and everything to YouTube, I think that's key. Um, we like our YouTube on Club Shay Shay really picked up. It wasn't even our strongest thing at first. It was Instagram, and all of a sudden YouTube just started killing it. I don't know if that's YouTube really. No, it is. YouTube is really putting in the work when it comes to like showing off their podcast and really showing off YouTube okay. shorts. So YouTube shorts, like if that's something you guys aren't doing, you guys should definitely tap into that. Make little like YouTube, sh- like they promote YouTube shorts hard. That's like the the reels and the TikToks. Right? Yeah, that's their competitive. Very competitive. And like, and like, that's what we talk about at Fox a lot. Like, you know, like the past like few months, it's really been, hey, YouTube is really starting to monetize shorts now. So now they're putting money behind behind it in ads. So that's how you generate money that way as well. So I think YouTube is doing a big, big thing when it comes to digital and you know video um, per you know production. Um, but I always think Instagram would be king. Video, like if you I'm a, like it sucks. I'm a graphic designer, so gra- like they play well on Instagram, but it's gotta be like a fire graphic or like it's gotta be like 
LeBron dropping 50. And, and you know, it's got to be something that's really like that the fans are really like cling on to and it's just be a graphic, you know. But usually it's all it's all video. If you go to Club Shay Shay and, and Undisputed's account, it's all video now. Like I don't post really in, the only graphics I post I used to post on Club Shay Shay would be um the the promo graphic. Um the the night before the day of the podcast release, right? And everything's everything else would be video. Um, we stopped really pushing graphics out that much because they don't like they don't really play well, like I, unless it's something that's very substance, like a game day graphic, things of that where it's informational and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, that's where I see, um, especially in our world, college sports is different because, you know, you got to put out graphics for college athletics, um, like stats and everything. So it's different, especially like for me and working in TV. So awesome. All right, so uh, this is the assist, man. This is where you get to drop a coaching gym or words to live by. So I don't know if it's a quote, um, something you would tell your younger self, uh, but just a, like a quick, you know, quick something you want to share with our audience, man. So give us that uh, that that assist. Man, that's 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 a tough one, but really, uh, just keep working hard. Never give up. Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on on the on the the task at hand and the goal that you want to achieve. Um, you may get knocked down. Like in my story, like I went through two different things before I got to where I am and where I really loved. Um, I was so depressed. Like, oh, I don't get to play football. Or, oh, I'm not. I didn't. You know the law school didn't work out, but it's like, I, I, you know, I always wanted to know like what I wanted to do, like in sports or be around athletes. And I just, one thing, one thing knocked me down. I got, I got back up. So really it's just, you know, just keep at it. Work, work, work harder than that man next to you. Cause my dad always told me, man, like playing sports, there's someone across the, the nation or the state or right down the street from you. That's working twice as hard as you to get to the same position that you're trying to. So that, so that, I think that's that's my that's my little you know my coaching gym, um, and hopefully that sticks with somebody out there. There it is, MH. Final thoughts. Appreciate you, brother, man. Uh, you know, um, one thing that I wanted to make sure the listeners knew about you, man. One thing I know about Stevie, that dude is will ask a question. He ain't not afraid to ask you a question, get the answer. And you talked about it a lot in the interview, knowing it. And I'm not saying this jokingly, like you're going to get the information you need. You're not afraid to ask a question. And I think that's real dope. And I think that's part of the reason why you've succeeded such in a quick manner. So I'm a fan of yours, bro. I can't wait to keep seeing you uh, stride, man. And I, and I appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me, man. You really got me stepping out my, my comfort zone, bro. I'm usually behind the camera, behind the mic, you know, grabbing photos of behind the scenes content and things like that. So like, this was different for me. Like I was like, man, Miles hit me up about this. I don't even know. Like, like I'm not comfortable with it, but like you know, I had to, I had to, had to show out for for the homeboy. That's an OG right there. Like I've learned a lot from that man, even in the pat, like in the little time that we spent spent uh, working with each other. So I, I really appreciate appreciate you, appreciate the the uh, the contacts that I've made through you and the friendship for sure. Yeah, that's love, bro. Well, there you go. Now sure. you got a new shoot your shot moment, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I appreciate. Hey, hey, it was good. It was good meeting you too, EJ. Uh, great convo, brother. Absolutely. Um, I, yes, sir. I hope hope for y'all y'all uh, uh, this uh, podcast keeps keeps going and and you guys can take it to to another level. And that's definitely the game plan. We hope to see you, uh, you know, doing that independent work for some some, some great athletes, man, helping for them sure. steer that narrative, stay out of um, the commissioner's office by helping them create <laughs> <laughs> create content that builds yeah. their brand, not tears it down. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, we definitely want to thank our um, our interviewee today, man. Thank you, uh, Stevie, for jumping on. We want to thank you, the people, for listening, man. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, one way to show that you enjoyed the show is please share it, tag it, post it. Um, you know, just get that word out there, man, because there's a lot of jewels that were dropped today. And then you may be looking to get in the digital and the creative space. And like I said, Stevie Stair is so much great content for us. And like M.A. said, he's not afraid to ask that question. And maybe that's something that you should put in your toolkit is to be able to ask that question. All right. New shows drop every Thursday. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, another gym that he dropped. YouTube is where we go. So we need to do some work to get our YouTube shorts together. But hey, please subscribe to YouTube, man, because we do believe that visual representation matters. If you see it, you can be it. And we are on all podcast platforms. So like, share, and subscribe. And just remember, please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got is sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I 
rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look. Yeah. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spap out to racks on handmade new rags. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and rap.